Hi guys, welcome to the Second Wife Life podcast. This is Melissa. And I'm Shay. And we are college best friends who are living 3,000 miles away, but we share a very similar story. So join us in our journey as first-time wives, automatic mamas, and navigating through this beautiful life. Welcome back to the Second Wife Life podcast. And today we're going to be talking about sharing our uh, dating world with our parents and introducing our now husbands to our families, along with our now sons, and what it was like to tell our family that we are dating someone with a son. And then the first time our families got to meet our now sons. And I think it's really important that you're honest from the get go with your family. Um, You may not think they're going to be as supportive as you may think, but I know for Melissa and I, we got really lucky with supportive parents when it came time to tell them about our experiences with dating someone with a child. Hey guys. Yeah. So we're really excited to share this episode with you. We think it's like Shay said, extremely important. Um, And honestly, these introductions and how you tell your family about, you know, who you're dating and, you know, that they have a kid um, really sets the tone for their experience together. And it sets the tone for what it's going to be like when they finally do meet. Um, So Shay, do you want to start off with yours first when you first told your parents that you were dating someone with a son? Yeah. Um, So I was, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of nervous to tell my parents, my parents, I come a very um, traditional conservative family. So I was a little nervous telling them about E and Dave um, just because I was afraid that they would not be okay with a divorce or anything like that. But my parents are a lot, I think after telling them this, they're a lot more understanding and um, okay with it than I ever thought they would be. Uh, I think I was a little nervous that they would think that Dave had E out of wedlock (laughs) and then they'd be like, oh, but um, no, my parents were, my parents were great with it. When I, Dave and I actually went on our first date when my parents were out of town. So I hadn't even told my parents that I was talking to someone, didn't tell them about the first date. Um, And I think it wasn't until maybe our third date. Actually, no, it was our second date. It was our second date because I was living at home at the time. And so I couldn't just be like, oh, I'm going out. And obviously they're going to say, where are you going? So it was our second date. And I was like, oh, I'm meeting this guy. Um, we went on a date when you guys were gone. This is our second date. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll have fun. And I hadn't quite told them about E yet because it was still early. And I didn't want to like say too much too early in case it wasn't going to work out. Um, but that second date was actually like the first time Dave and I kissed too. So I was like, all right, this is this is something. And I had, I think I told my parents the next day, they asked how it went and I said, good. And I, they were asking who he was. And I, and that's when I told him, I said, um, he has a son named E and he was previously married, got divorced. Um, I think at that point the divorce had only been final for like a year, year and a half, maybe. Um, so it wasn't like super long, but, um, yeah, they took it with, like oh okay that's great like that's unfortunate like sorry to hear that that happened to him but that's awesome and then the first time they met E was that fourth of July my parents were out of town again and I had some friends over at my parents and we went swimming and there's a park in my neighborhood or my parents neighborhood that you can see the fireworks from because they do it off at the high school by my parents house and so 
Dave came later because he had to get E, uh, pick him up from E from his bio moms. But Dave showed up later with E and I had some friends there and my parents ended up coming home uh, a day early. They're like, oh, we're actually going to come home tonight. But they knew I had people over. And I was like, oh, I guess like E, you're going to meet my parents. And Dave had already met my parents, but E was like, okay, like I'm meeting all these people today. It's fine. There was like other, my best friend and her kids were there. And so he was distracted having fun playing with the kids. And uh, my parents got home right after the fireworks ended and we were walking back to the house as they pulled up and they got out of the car and said hi to everybody and then met E and immediately my mom was like holding E like he was like holding her hand. She walked in the house, like holding him in his arms and he was like all about her and just like gravitated to her immediately. And ever since then, they've been bonded as if they've been grandma and grandson from the beginning. (laughs) So I feel like I got pretty lucky in that, that aspect for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it's something to note too, that, you know, no matter like how you think your parents are going to view something, like they want you to be happy and, I mean, I can't speak for every parent out there, yes. you know, know that there are plenty who wouldn't be receptive to this. Um, but I feel like a majority of parents want their children to be happy. So if they see that you're happy and this is something that you're okay with and you're open enough to like share it with them, um, then I don't see like why there would be any reason for any parent to like negate it or try to talk you out of it, you know, especially because we are, we are a little bit older, you know, we were, Let's see, I was 25, just about to turn 26 when I met Colby and O, and you were 26, right? Yeah, when, I think, yeah, the boys, six turning 27, yeah, something like that. So we were a little bit older. It's not like you know, we were 20 years old and dating someone who had been divorced already and, and with a kid, like we're children ourselves at that age, yeah, not, not that we were very much older at 25 and 26. Um, but we had a little bit more, you know, life experience under our belts and, and just not so much as children. Uh, For sure. And I think too, like I remember with my parents, um, before Dave, like I had been single for a while. And I think I even told you this, how my parents always joked about signing me up on the bachelor and stuff. (laughs) And so, um, or like one of our sorority sisters, Caitlin, they would always ask Caitlin to like hook, set me up with someone or Caitlin was, did online dating. So they're like, set Shay up, put Shay on there with you. You know, like they would just joke all the time. So I think they were happy in the sense that I was like putting myself out there and it didn't really matter at the end of the day if, if Dave had a child or not. But yeah, my parents gained an automatic grandson out of it. And I know they're thrilled and they have a great relationship with E. So but what about you telling the, your parents about O? Um, so mine was similar to yours. You know, you don't want to speak too soon. You know, do you, do you tell your parents right off the bat and, you know, get them all excited, nervous? You're like, do you get them involved in your relationship before you even know if it's going to go somewhere? Um, so for me, I, similar to you, I, I pulled back and I held off on telling them for a little bit. Um, also because I lived in Hawaii and, you know, they weren't all wrapped up in my dating game. You know, they didn't know what I was doing. Um, so I didn't feel like an immediate urge or like need to tell them that I was starting to see someone. And it also helped too, because when Colby and I did meet, like I wasn't looking to date. He wasn't looking to date. Like we became really good friends very quickly. 
And our relationship just naturally growed into more than a friendship. Um, so I had spent some time with Colby and O, you know, like really getting to know them. I'd say I told my parents maybe like six weeks. I want to say that, yeah. about right. Yeah, like, about- like you said, that distance kind of helps too. Yeah. Unlike me where I lived at home. So I had to say something by my second date. (laughs) Yeah. They knew what you were up to. Um, yeah, I, I want to say it was probably like a good six weeks before I told my parents that I was dating someone. Um, and then it was probably another two weeks after that, when they found out about, O. and I purposely said found out because I didn't tell them, (laughs) Um, so like my parents and I are very close and I talk to my mom almost every day. Like we probably talk like four times a week, whether it was like my way to work or my way home from work. And that was like an hour, you know, so they knew what I was doing, but I just, you know, neglected the part like, oh, I'm seeing someone. It was, oh, I made new friends. Yeah. You know, they knew the names of people I was hanging out with, but didn't know, if I was dating any of them or if we were just strictly friends. Um, so at that six week mark, you know, I told my mom like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I, it was friends. Like you've heard the name Colby before, but you know, like I'm, I'm starting to like him and you know, we we've had like a few dates so far and she's like, Oh, that's great. You know, and just like asking information about him, like, Oh, what does he do for work? You know, how did you guys meet? How long has he lived in Hawaii. Where is he from? You know, just going through the generic the, the whole checklist. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it was about two weeks later and my mom kept calling me and I was in the car with Colby and O and I wasn't going to answer because I hadn't told her about O yet. And I wanted to tell her and not her find out, but she kept calling me and it's like, this isn't like her to just continuously call. Usually she'll call and text me if I don't answer. So I know like, Oh, no big deal. Call me when you can. Yeah. But it was weird that she called over and over. So I answered it and she hears O in the background and she's like, what's that? Like, who are you with? I'm like, what? Mom, I'm like having a really hard time hearing you. (laughs) Like full on, like, mom, I can't hear you. We're at a restaurant. There's a really loud child next to us. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just didn't want to, you know, out it in that moment. Like, especially when I'm in the car with them. Um, So I (laughs) hung up. And my mom like was texting me like, Melissa, what's going on? Melissa, who is that? Um, so then later that night, like when I went home, because we were on our way to the beach. So when I went home and wasn't with the boys, I called her and told her. And she was like, Are, were you really that nervous to tell me? Like I had a feeling something was going on because you were telling me very much about Colby and like, you know, what you guys were doing. It was just always like at the beach with friends and hanging out. And I didn't hear about like any like crazy, like cool dates. Um, and then when I heard like a kid talking, like I knew something was up and, you know, so she was laughing about the whole thing and just like, why didn't you tell me? And, and so I had to explain to her, you know, like, mom, I didn't want to say anything because what if it didn't end up working out? You know, I didn't want to get like you excited or you nervous, like get you emotionally invested in my relationship if it wasn't going to work out. Totally. And especially uh, when there's a child involved too. Exactly. And because there's distance, you know, California and Hawaii, like you don't just come out for a quick weekend whenever you want. Yeah. Um, so I didn't want to 
tell her about it. And then when they came out for Thanksgiving a few months later, be like, oh, where are they? You know? Um, So her and my dad were really, really understanding why, why I like kept them in the dark, so to speak at the beginning. Um, But just like you, like they were really supported and they had already had plans to come out for Thanksgiving that year. Um, So they met about two months after finding out. And I was so nervous. Like, so nervous. I know Colby was really nervous too. Like I'm really close with my family. Um, I'm, I don't really know why I was so nervous. I think it's because I just like had these feelings like for Colby and like, we really liked each other. And by this point, you know, if you're dating someone with a child, like pretty quickly, you decide if you're you're out. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it's nerve wracking to introduce your parents to any boyfriend regardless. Like that first is always nerve wracking, but when you add a child involved, it's like brings it up to a whole different level because not only do like you want your parents to like your new boyfriend, but you want them to like this child too, you know? So it's like, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but for those that may go through this one day, just know that you will be 10 times more nervous than you would if it was just your parents meeting your boyfriend. (laughs) Right. And and it isn't even just like meeting them. Like you can like the new boyfriend or new girlfriend and you can adore the child, but then it's okay. Our parents have been parents for how long, Yeah, you know? And so now they're going to look at Colby and Dave, like, how does he parent? you know, and that made me really, really nervous. Um, because of like, everybody has different parenting styles. So like Colby is such a great dad and O is such a great little boy, you know? So I wasn't worried about that or like personalities clashing. Honestly, Colby and my dad are like two peas in a pod. Um, my mom and I joke, like sometimes it's like a little not embarrassing to be out with them but they just start laughing and making jokes that like aren't always like appropriate in public so I'm sitting there you know with like my hand in my head like I don't know them I promise but you also had like because of your guys' situation you also had the whole like with me my parents met Dave and then they met E later on like you had the whole here's both of them right away not because you guys live so far away but also because you guys have sole custody of O. Right. So that was actually a talking point, you know, before my parents came out, Colby and I were like, you know, do we introduce, you know, both of you at the same time, or do we just do like a dinner with Colby and then, you know, another day bring O and then we have like a family beach day together. You know, how do we want to do this? And after talking to my parents about it, like, you know, do you have a preference? Do you want to get to know him first, like as him, or do you want to get to know the two of them together, like as a unit? And my parents didn't have any preference. And my mom's like, look, like if this is someone that you're dating and you're serious about, like, look, Melissa, just let's get over it. You know, like let's meet everybody. Yeah. Um, So we went out to dinner all together and it was a really, really good night. Minus those moments where Colby and my dad and I just had my hand up to my face, you know, Yeah. but overall it was, it was great. And even though it went great, I was still so nervous on the inside. Like, okay, now did Colby like my parents? Did my parents like him? You know, telling your parents is one thing, but them actually meeting and then the potential like aftermath of it was even more nerve wracking for me because I wanted everybody to like each other. Like I'm so close with my parents. I couldn't date someone who didn't like my parents. Yes. Because like, there's such an important part of my life. Um, 
And it's obviously important that my parents like the person that I'm dating. And, you know, we were like pretty serious, you know? Um, so that was the most stressful part for me was getting that feedback after the fact, but it was great. And we all went up to Turtle Bay, you know, for a few days together and, and it was a good time. How was it for you? You know, like the aftermath, like, were you super nervous about it as well? I was. And I, I think I, I, because of, you know, our situations being different, like they had a chance to meet Dave already. They kind of met Dave on a, it was kind of not like really planned. It just kind of like happened type of thing. Like my sister's birthday always falls on Memorial day. And by this point, Dave and I had been dating for a couple weeks and we had plans to go have a beach day. Cause it was a four day weekend. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. I think it was like that Monday of Memorial day or something. And then all of a sudden my parents are like, or maybe it was a Sunday or something. My parents are like, Oh, let's do a birthday dinner for your sister on this day. And I was like, cool, great. Like I'm going to the beach with Dave the day before, whatever. It's fine. And then something came up. I don't remember what happened, but something came up. So my parents wanted to like shift it all. So they wanted to move the dinner to the day Dave and I had this beach day planned. And I was like, oh man, like I don't want to cancel, but we were going to Paradise Cove. And so anyone that lives in the LA area, Paradise Cove is literally a restaurant on the beach and the beach Dave and I are going to are right down the street. And I'm like, well, I don't want to just ditch Dave to go to this dinner. You know, like I don't want to drive two cars. Like I don't want my parents to pick me up, blah, blah, blah. And then my parents were like, well, just bring them. It's totally fine. Bring them. And I was like, are you sure? They're like, yeah. So we ended up going, I asked Dave and he's like, yeah, that's fine. So this was his first time meeting my parents. It was after like us being at the beach all day. So we look like scrungy, you know, and then, but we're going to a beach restaurant. So it's fine. But yeah. on top of it, my sister had her boyfriend there and his parents. So Dave literally met like, I remember every- that. Yeah. I remember so he literally that. met like, everyone right and the whole family the whole family and my sister and her boyfriend hadn't been dating that long before Dave and I it was only like maybe six months if that and so he was meeting everybody and then also talking about E because my parents knew about E so obviously they're gonna ask questions about E so then there's Daniel's parents going like wait you have a kid like what's going like what what's going on you know so it was like nerve-wracking all around but I think having that separation kind of helped too, because Dave and my dad hit it off too, because they bonded over golfing together. And then um, like the four of us went and like golfed a few times and they got to have that bond with Dave and see Dave as his own person before meeting E. And I think that kind of helped a little bit too, getting to know him as a person um, before meeting him as a dad. Cause like you said, it's like you meet them as a unit or you meet them individually and e- there's no right or wrong way. I think it just depends on the situation that you're in, but for us, I think it helped. And I think that helps create a better bond with my parents and E cause they already had a bond with Dave beforehand. But, um, afterwards it's, it is, it's nerve wracking. It's kind of like, well, what do you think of all of them? Like, <laughs> you know, you can't just be like, what do you think of one person? But I mean, luckily my parents have always been good with kids, like all my like little cousins and stuff like that. They've always had fun with. So that first day with E was fine. And then every day after that was, was fine as well, especially because my parents got to see E more than your parents got to see O. So (laughs) they were able to build that bond a little quicker probably than what your parents did with O because of the- For sure. Yeah, that, that was hard, you know, especially because he was three at the time. 
so the next time that he saw my parents following um, the meeting, well, actually, no, because they met for Thanksgiving. And then that Christmas is when Colby had to take O to California. Like that was in their agreement for that holiday that he yes. would be spending um, Christmas in California with his mom. Um, so, you know, my parents got to see the boy, the boys again, but it was just for a few hours that one day. Um, so the next time that, oh, actually saw my parents, he was a little like, wait, who are they again? Yeah. Because when they were here, they spent like three days together, but to a three-year-old, like who's going to remember three days, you know, they don't remember years. (laughs) Um, but well, and and as they get older, they, they're trying to figure out who these people are in relation to them. Yes. And that was a huge, huge thing because I would refer to them as like my mom and dad, like, oh, I'm so excited. My mom and dad are coming out, you know, because when you're dating, you don't want to overstep any boundaries. And be like, oh, grandma and grandpa are coming out. Yeah. Yeah, especially because we weren't even engaged yet. Like, yes, we were serious and we were living together, but we were just really wanting to take our time with it. We didn't want to put names on anyone until O was ready to do that. Yes. Um, and, and, now- that's, and that's a huge thing. And we can definitely get into that on this episode as well, because that's something you don't want to force as much as you want your parents to have a relationship with this child. That's something you can't force and you have to let it just grow on its own. Yes. Um, and like for you guys, the, the process was expedited because yes. you guys live so close together. Um, but they were only seeing us, you know, two to three times a year. So it was taking longer for, oh, to really understand who these people were. Whereas, you know, my brother lives out here in, in Hawaii. So he saw my brother more and he became more comfortable calling him uncle Scott sooner than he was comfortable calling my parents, grandma and grandpa. Yeah. And once he started saying that on his own, you're like, oh, Mosa, your parents, are those like my grandma and grandpa? If you want to call them grandma and grandpa, you definitely can. Or if you want to call them by their names, you can, like whatever you are comfortable with. But yes, in a family structure, those would be your grandparents. Yeah. And, and he went back and forth, sometimes calling them by their names, sometimes grandma and grandpa. For the most part now, it's grandma and grandpa, but we've just left it really fluid and it's whatever you want to call them, what you're comfortable with and not forcing it. Totally. Um, but, but their bond definitely did take a little bit more time just because of the distance. But my parents have been so great with it. Like they always send him things for holidays, his birthdays, whenever we're together. My mom tries to like kidnap him and hang out with him and do do her like grandma thing with him. Um, And my dad has him on like his joke train, you know, like joking around with him. Um, So they have a lot of fun together and oh, has definitely become really comfortable with them. Um, It was so sweet when they left this last visit, like he cried with me and it's like, okay, like this bond that they have, like is really meaningful to him. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, you know, a little stressful and nerve wracking at the beginning because you just want everybody to get along and you want everybody to feel comfortable and like each other, but it's something that takes time. It is something that takes time. It, It truly does. You can't force a bond at all when, when, when a child's involved how long um, did it take for O to start calling them grandma and grandpa? Do you think, do you remember at all? 
Um, it honestly was solidified more during the last trip when my parents were here, which was in August. They were here for a little over three weeks. And that's when Colby and I had our COVID wedding. Um, Which that'll be another episode coming up too. (laughs) That was so stressful. But us getting married really solidified it. Like I mentioned this on a previous episode, like as soon as we got engaged, he was so excited that we were going to become this official family. And he knew that we were a family, but the marriage is what solidified that for him. So he is definitely more vocal now with calling them grandma and grandpa. He calls me mom so much more. He calls my brother, uncle, and my brother's girlfriend, aunt, you know, so the wedding is really what I feel like set the tone for it. Um, but I'd say probably, probably by the second Thanksgiving, my parents came out. It started kind of teetering with it where he was asking questions. Oh, because they're your parents, would that be like, they're my grandparents? Well, but like, they are your grandparents. Yeah. You know, like dad and I don't plan on not being together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. They are like your grandparents. They are your grandparents because they're my parents. And because you are with dad and I, that's how they become grandparents. Yes. So he was definitely probing and getting really curious. Um, But the second Thanksgiving, so which was like a year and a half after after we started dating. But again, that was only third time ever seeing that. Yeah. And no, I was going to say that's a good amount of time for the situation that you're in being so far away. And I think it helped too, because like I mentioned, I'm so close with my family. So we're always talking. He always hears me talking to my mom and my mom will ask to say hi to him or he'll ask to say hi to her. So even though we have the distance, there's been enough communication to like cement it for oh who who these people are and like I mentioned like they send them things they FaceTime they do as much as they can for the distance being so far but the time that they do have together it's really cool to watch them and oh man when my dad was here last in August him and oh were in the ocean for like four hours straight just getting barreled by these waves it was so funny but it's cool seeing like, oh, bring out the inner kid and my dad. Oh, for sure. I've loved watching that too with my dad. Like, it's been so great. But no, my, like, that's kind of similar to, to E. I honestly, I don't even remember what E called my parents before. He, he calls them Mimi and Papa. But I don't remember what he even called them before we started doing that. And I mm-hmm. he started doing that, like, after we got engaged. It was kind of like, okay, well, you guys are getting married now. So like he was kind of asking questions like, oh, was too like, okay, so you were getting married. There's this, which he didn't really know what marriage was because his parents divorced when he was barely two. So he didn't understand marriage at two years old. You know, his bio mom had this relationship that he lived with and that that's not, a, that wasn't a marriage at the time. So he never really knew what like marriage was. He just always knew like relationships. So mm-hmm. when Dave and I got engaged is kind of when he started to understand a marriage and the difference and all this stuff. And then that's when he started kind of asking questions about my parents and like what to call them. And one day in the car, I think I had picked him up from school or we were going somewhere. And he was like, I want to call um, your parents, Mimi and Papa. And I was like, okay, that 
if that's what you want to call them, that's totally fine. It was like shortly after we got engaged. And I honestly can't remember what he called them before that. Like I really, <laughs> I, re- I think he might just called them by their names. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it was, he kind of came up with it on his own and we're like, okay. And I texted my mom. I was like, you're Mimi and Papa. And she's like, okay. And ever since then, that's what it's been. But I think, I think having that, like you said, the marriage, it helps solidifies everything for them, especially being so young. Yes. And I noticed a change in O when he was going to school, you know, so when kindergarten started, he was becoming more exploratory of a family unit. And I know that's something that they learn about in school. You know, you have your family tree. Who's your mom? Who's your dad? Who are your grandparents? So the timing of him learning about like familial structure in school really worked with our timing as far as our relationship and the introductions and And the connections to everything. Exactly. The connections and all of us integrating together. Um, School definitely played a part in that. And I think that's where he learned so much about what marriage is. Like, I know I've never had a conversation. After we got married, I had a conversation with him about what marriage was because he, he asked like, so now that you and dad are married, like you guys will be together forever. Right. And it's like, that's the plan. That's the goal. You know, people don't get married to do it multiple times. You can have yeah. multiple relationships. You're like yeah. I've had multiple boyfriends, dad has dated other people. You know, we've all had other relationships, but when you get married, that's when you're deciding to be with someone for the rest of your life. And this can be a whole other episode on its own. You know, then he started asking me questions. Well, but you're the second person that my dad has married. Mm -hmm. And so I had to have that conversation with him, you know, and just, yeah, you know, yeah. Sometimes people just break up. Totally. Like I said before, I've had boyfriends and at the time I thought maybe we'd be good together for, but something happened before we got married. Yeah. And you know, that was really hard because how you explain why they didn't work without explaining why they didn't work out. Like you can't explain that. (laughs) Yeah. You can't, it's hard. That's not your place to say, first of all, that's, that's a, that's a conversation for the child to have with their bio mom or bio dad, because that's not your place to say why their parents broke up like that. Whatever the reason is, that's not your place. No, not at all. So that's why I kept deflecting it back to myself. Like, you know, okay, yeah, dad was married before. And, you know, it just didn't work out. Just like I had boyfriends and it just didn't work out with them. We just didn't get to the point where we got married first. And, you know, he would ask more questions to try to understand. And it was like, but this really just isn't a conversation for me to have with you. Um, I can answer other questions about like what getting married is and the significance of it. Um, But if you want details as to why, dad was married before and isn't anymore you're gonna need to talk to him you know so Colby Colby came home and I was like hey just so you know oh might be asking you about this these questions are kind of come eventually yeah no but but as a bonus parent like it is never your place to discuss why your partner got divorced why your um you know, bonus child, you know, for us, like we don't discuss with him why he lives with us all the time. He's asked and it just has come down to it's easier. Yeah. What does that mean? It can mean so many things. Um, 
and it just comes down to being age appropriate with it all. Um, this definitely can like be its whole other episode. Yeah. We'll have to do another episode on that for sure, because it's, but it's the truth though. Like when, when you're in this situation, no matter how long you've been dating your partner for that has a child, like it's not your place to go down that road. Even if that child feels most comfortable asking you of all people, you kind of just have yeah. to reflect it. Like you said, like he's never really brought those questions up with us. And I know one day he will, but I know that's not my place to ever say anything. Like it's going to have to come from Dave or his bio mom. And cause that's a story on, that's their story. That's not my story yeah. to tell. So it's definitely, and that goes back to that episode where we talked about respect. Like that goes back mm-hmm. to respecting their time together as gut-wrenching as it might be being, you know, a second wife, but it's, you, you just kind of have to let it be and you have to deflect and just say as simple answers as you can. That's understandable for that child at that time. Yeah. And it's all about setting those boundaries, you know, like, yes, your bonus child might feel more comfortable coming to you with those questions um, because you're, you've become like this new safe space for them, but you have to set boundaries like with yourself and with them. Like it's not your story to share. If you want to know it, then you're going to need to ask your mom or dad. Um, I'll be there with you. If, when you want to ask them, like if you want to hold my hand, when you, you know, try to make them feel comfortable with it, but also explain to them that it's, not okay that you, you share it because it's not your story. And I've always related back to him, you know, how would you like if I told a story about you that you you didn't necessarily want everybody to know about? Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I wouldn't really like that. Exactly. You know, so that's why if you have these questions, you're going to need to ask dad. Yeah. And as dad deems certain parts appropriate, he will share with you. Yeah. Um, but honestly, at the age that the boys are at now, like none of it's really appropriate. None of it's appropriate. Yeah. And, and I mean, everyone's story is different too. Like there could mm-hmm. be some people out there that may have never gotten married, but they're better off friends and they are, you know, dating and they just happen to have a child together. And that's an easier story to tell than some other people, you know? So it kind of just depends on the situation that you're walking into as a bonus parent or future bonus parent and just gauging what the situation is, how old is the child and figuring out what's age appropriate. But at the end of the day, you can't be the ones to tell the full story. You got to let the bio parent do that. Yeah. Do you think this is just like a random question that I just thought of that our listeners may potentially be in this situation, but for someone that's going into a relationship or that's new into a relationship um, with someone with a parent or with a child, with a parent, <laughs> we all have parents, um, a relationship with a child. What do you think is a good time to like tell your parents or introduce your parents to them? Like, I know for me and Dave, it was kind of like that we weren't planning for 4th of July. It just kind of happened. Yeah. But we weren't really like pushing it off either. Like we, we wanted my parents to meet E and we were going to make it happen just 4th of July ended up happening on its own. Do you think there's like a time limit? Definitely not. No, there's everybody's on their own timeline. And you can't say, oh, well, because Shay and Melissa introduced after X amount of times, then if my significant other and I don't introduce after this, then there's something wrong. Like, no, every part about this process is completely situational. Mm-hmm. And 
you do it when it's right for you. And I honestly think that the best time is to do it when it's the most fluid, when it isn't totally planned out, you yeah. know, for us, it had to be more planned because hi, I'm miles away. Yeah. Um, right. But for you guys, it happened more fluid. And I feel like more people are in a situation similar to yours where they live close enough to their families where their new significant other can meet the family. And then the, the child or children can meet potential new grandparents. It's really just a situational. And it's about being careful too, because you also don't want to expose the kids to more people than, than necessary. You know, I think meeting potentially new, like grandparents, um, that should really be saved when you and your partner have had a, a long conversation about how serious you guys are with each other. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that could just turn into more heartbreak for a child who's already been through so much. And totally. if, there's any- if they bond so quickly with the yes. other side, I agree. Like for Dave and I, my parents meeting E ended up being about a month after I even met E. But again, like I said, we weren't planning for that to happen. It just kind of happened, but you kind of, I agree with everything you just said. You have to base everything off your situation, where you're at in your relationship. Is this something that you can see moving forward enough to bring in your parents? Because like you said, you don't want to introduce a child to too many people. That's not necessary, especially if they're, well, actually it doesn't even matter at any age because you don't, having that attachment and then like say a month later you realize I don't want to be a bonus parent then not only is the child losing you but they're losing your family now too yes and with that I completely agree um but then also too we need to take into consideration that just because your families have all met and if it's any point in the relationship you don't feel like it's right like don't let that be the reason that you stay also yes Yes. It's really a fine balance of in this moment, do I see myself being with this person long-term? Yes. Okay. Let's have a conversation, see how we can do like a casual meetup, you know, and from there, see where it goes. But also two years down the line, if you have established, you know, this new family and something happens and you just don't feel like this is right. That's okay too. Like that's okay too. I just don't think there needs to be any rush in introducing a child or children to more people than necessary. And as as adults, we can handle it. Like if you want to take your new boyfriend or new girlfriend home after the second, third date, whatever it may be, like go for it, you know, because that's an adult who can, well, not all adults can, but most adults can like handle and manage their own emotions, you know? Yes, very but true. can't, they don't understand what's happening. Yes, and yes. to your point, like, especially if they bond really quickly, you don't want to pull that bond away from them and cause them any more like hurt, confusion, mistrust. Yes. Like there's a whole slew of issues that can come from meeting a potential partner's grandparents, you know, like how many how many people are you going to introduce this person to this little little human who can't manage their own emotions? Yeah, I agree. I mean, bottom line is it's like for any relationship, take it slow, take everything one day at a time. Don't feel like you need to rush into this family dynamic right away because that's really not the case. Becoming a family takes time. Mm -hmm. It will happen on its own time and it'll happen when it's ready. So don't feel like you need to rush 
pushing that or pushing in your parents to make that family dynamic work or anything along those lines, because it, it's not something you can rush. It's not something you can force. And it's, it's gotta be authentic. Auth- I can never say this word. Authentic. <laughs> I thought, thank you. <laughs> Every time I try and say that, I get like tongue twisted, but, but that's bo- the bottom line. You kind of have to let everything grow naturally as you would dating someone without a child too. Yes. Like you apply those same things, you know, if you were dating someone new and right off the bat, they wanted you to meet their whole family. Wouldn't you be a little like, Whoa, you know, I don't want to, I don't want all these people to like me and me like them for us to just break up in a month. It's the same thing when you're bringing in tiny humans as well. You know, you want to respect them and you have to create boundaries for them in order to protect them. That is our job as adults and especially the job of the biological parent, you know, they have to play mama bear and papa bear. Absolutely. And to your point, yeah, everything has to be authentic. You can't rush it. Um, If anything, that's just going to blow up in your face, honestly. Um, It takes time and that's okay. Yeah. Families aren't built overnight. Relationships aren't built overnight and you can't force it. Just like what we were talking about with what the boys call our parents, you know, let them come to you with what they want to call them, what they are comfortable with. Honestly, when you're dating someone with a child, the family structure is really dependent on what they're comfortable with and you can't force any of it. Oh, it told, it's so true. It's, 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 yeah, you can't force anything, especially when the child's young, you don't want to cause any more confusion. Like you said, when they're young, And they're still learning what a family is and they've never really Mm -hmm. knew what a family was before, like how E and O did. But bottom line is, yeah, I mean, like you said, you can't force anything. I mean, we both have said that Um, and you just kind of have to let it grow on its own, really. Yeah. And expect those questions. You know, if, if the kids are in school and learning about familial structures, they're going to have questions. They're going to want answers. They're going to want to know if certain things are okay. Like, is it okay that I call your mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, Mimi and Papa? Like they're looking to you to confirm what they're feeling. Yes. You know, because they may, they might be nervous or they might be hesitant to say how, if they want to call you mom or you dad or your grandparents, grandma, grandpa, or have another name for them. Um, they're really looking to you to, like confirm their feelings and to make them feel comfortable with it. So I think my biggest piece of advice is when you're going through this process and they're meeting family members, let it come to them naturally. And then they will come to you and you confirm whatever they're feeling. If they ask you, can I call them this? Can I call them that? My biggest piece of advice is let them call them what they're comfortable with. Do not push it like, oh no, in this family, we call them this and this and this. Like, no, that is not your place. I agree. I completely agree. I think it's, you got to let it come naturally. You got to wait until there's already been a bond created. You can't just, you know, from the get-go be like, these are your new grandparents. You're going to call them this. Yeah. You have to let the child figure it out for themselves and let them create that bond on their own. You, like we've always said, you can't force a bond, let alone you can't force a bond between your child and those parents at all. Um, And I mean, maybe there is certain names family have for grandparents and, but you got to give it time to introduce Mm -hmm. that. Like with Dave's family, I don't know if I ever brought this up before, but Dave's family is Portuguese, like 100% Portuguese. 
Um, my mother-in-law was born in Portugal, moved here when she was younger. My uh, father-in-law's parents moved here from Portugal. He was born here, but they're both 100% Portuguese. Day is 100% Portuguese. So the grandparents' terms is Ava and Uvu. And if I had a child meeting Dave, I wouldn't force my kids right away to call them that, but I knew that would be the names eventually they would call them that. But that's not Mm -hmm. something you want to force on that right away. If there is designated names in your family like that, because it's a Portuguese thing. So if you do have something like that in your family, just take note that don't force it right away, but it's something that could be transitioned later on. Yes. After there's more like building of the relationship and building of the family, you know, that's something down the line when you get married. Yes. That's not something right away. And I also, you just reminded me of another point. Another point that I want to make with this too is let the child behave naturally. Let them do their thing and they're going to meet anyone in your family. Don't throw that carrot on a stick in front of their face and say, you better behave really good, be on your best behavior because these might be your future grandparents. This might be your future uncle or aunt or whoever. I have heard of situations of that and that's really, really unfortunate. And that can cause a lot of trauma to the the kids. Totally. Um, Let them meet naturally. They don't need to know how big of a deal it is that they're meeting someone's parents. Like let them be kids, let them have fun. Hey, we're going to go hang out with Melissa's parents today because they're in town. Okay, cool. New people. Like that's what it should be kept at. And just with you guys, like 4th of July, he was there having a great time, had no idea that your parents were, I mean, none of you had any idea that your parents were kind of like, oh, I, right. But that just makes it so much more natural. And then there isn't this expectation that they need to put on this show because they're meeting someone. And I think that can be a really damaging thing to do. Yes. Because then it it hinders the process of them building this natural bond when the kid feels like they have to be on their behavior or what consequences there will be. Um, Yeah, I agree. And I think that also goes with let the child be the child too. If the child acts out on that first meeting, that's fine. Don't get mad over it. Don't get upset over it. A child's going to be how a child's going to be. That is what it is. But guess what? Your parents were parents or they are parents. They've dealt with that when you acted out at that age, you know? So don't be embarrassed by it and make sure your bio or your biological, make sure your partner isn't embarrassed by it too. Like your partner needs to know that it's okay if the child acts out in front of your parents, because guess what? That's going to happen. We did that as kids ourselves. <laughs> Our parents have already dealt with that. So you got to make sure that your partner feels comfortable on that end as well as you feel comfortable and not be embarrassed by how this child's acting if something does go wrong. Yes. And if you're not at that point yet, then don't bring your kid along for the meeting for a little bit. You know, like we are all human. The kids are human. They are kids Mm -hmm. and they might have a great day. They might not have a good day the day you meet. Like it's also situational and children are just that they're children. Like things are going to happen and parents are parents. We understand. I think really it boils down to if if the kids act out, you know, how, how do you and your partner handle them? You know, that's what your parent, like our parents would be looking at more so than, oh my gosh, why is O crying right now? They're going to be like, okay, how do Melissa and Colby handle this together? Correct. That's what they're looking at. Yeah. There's, there's just so much on this and don't let kids know that you're nervous either. 
you know, you well, need to yeah, you can't like put that face on for them. Yeah, that put a face on for sure. They can feed off your energy too. Keep that in mind. Kids are, they're like dogs in a sense. They like feed off your energy. They like sense it. Like when dogs know you're scared, like kids know you're scared. So <laughs> yeah, they really do. And at the end of the day, just, you're just going and having a good time. Um, it's easy. So easy for us now to sit here and say this, like, Oh yeah, it wasn't a big deal, but no, it totally was in the moment. Yeah. And I hope that you guys listening can take take away some pointers from this that just relax, make it as low pressure as possible when everybody is all meeting. Um, and what will be, will be the more you try to force it, the less likely it is that it's actually going to, you know, work out in the favor and in the way that you want it to just let, let, let the day go. Totally. I, yeah, Melissa said it perfectly. Just let it be, everything be natural. Take it slow and let everything be natural. That's probably the biggest advice we could give you guys. Yeah. So I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Um, Hopefully everybody took away some little tidbits as, you know, meeting, meeting parents, um, meeting families, integrating your family with your potential new family. Yes. And telling your parents that you are dating someone who has a child or children. I think, yeah. And don't hesitate to tell your parents. Like I know Melissa and I both talked about us hesitating. Um, but I think based on our experiences and I hope your parents will be just as receptive as our parents. So take that slow too. Don't, don't rush into telling them because you don't want to say things too soon when you don't even know where the relationship is going, but definitely gauge, um, when is a good time to do it and don't don't be too scared it's not as bad as it sounds no it's really not and everything at the end of the day honestly will work out the way that it's meant to so that's something to keep in mind um so we hope you guys enjoyed listening to today's episode next week we have some special guests who are joining us yes stay tuned we're not going to tell you who it is but make sure you check out next week to find out who is coming thanks guys